The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but it is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting the lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come, not come to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day for all you have given to us. Help us to go into your world and to be a light unto all the nations, that all will come to know of you. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. You know, I just find salt to be a very interesting topic. You know, because when I was a kid, at least to my knowledge, right, the only salt that I knew was the really fine table salt that you that you use. You know, you, your mom would send you to the cupboard and you would pull the table salt out. Or when you got older, you were, you know, refill the salt and you'd get the Morton, the, the round Morton container, right, and open up the little th and fill it up and try not to make a mess on the counter. And that was salt. But now if you go looking around at the store, there's... Hard, there's there's um, sea salt and there is kosher salt and there's bigger salt than littler salt and recently I just lost my train of thought there and recently I saw at the store pink pink Himalayan salt. Evidently, it comes from the Himalayan mountains. Now, one thing that all these salts have in common is what? They're salty. <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist, right? They're salty. You know, I presume they're all of the same chemical formula or thereabouts, right? And, and so that is salt. And what is salt used for? Well, first of all, how many of you use table salt when you sit down to dinner? Well, some of you are healthier than others. Now, those of you who use table salt, how many of you pick up the salt shaker and put it on the food before you taste the food? Sometimes 
we can put too much salt on something, can't we? And, of course, in the days of Jesus, salt was used for a variety of things. It was used, um, you know, babies were washed in salt when they were newborns. We hear in Ezekiel, we, we hear about, um, you know, how salt was used as a preservative. It was a healing agent. But we use salt to do what? It, salt is something that is that enhances the flavor of whatever it is that you put it on. And so what does that mean for you and for me if we are the salt of the earth? One scholar that I was reading equated that to that we are, if you will, that enhancement of the promises of God and the gift and sharing the good news of Jesus to those who have not heard. We are the people who go and proclaim the goodness of God. But Jesus says what? If salt has lost its saltiness, it's no good. Now, I was trying to figure out how salt might lose its saltiness, and without tearing apart the chemical formula, it's going to be salt. So I was thinking, how does that work for us as the people of God? And if we are connected to the promise and gift of Jesus, and if we are the salt of the earth... What would split that would be if we ever divided ourselves or walked away from God, right? If God was not there, if we turned our back on God, it would be as if we were no longer the salt of the earth. If our job is to share the good news of God through Jesus. And then Jesus goes on with more symbols and says you know we're we're like a city on a hill a light on a hill right and in the day of Jesus there were three things that you needed if you were going to build a city you needed to be able to defend yourself you needed to have water and you needed to have food and to defend yourself the easiest way to defend yourself was to put a city on a hill. Not at the bottom of the hill, but the top of the hill. It was easier from a defensive strategy if your enemies came after you. And so imagine standing somewhere and the sun is setting and you can see the city still coming through the sun and the light of the city coming out. You know, it would be because the city was above everything else. It was, would be where everybody could see and hear and know of the city so the light was given and so we too as Jesus says are that light because no one lights a candle or a light in the house and puts their basket over it or their bucket or whatever right we don't do that because a it would shut the light off and b the light is there for everybody to have and be able to see and so as children of God, you and I, too, are called to be lights of the world. Where the promise and the gift of God's love through Jesus shines forth through us. That the gift of Jesus is coming in and through us and shining forth so that others may know that promise and gift of God in their lives as they see the light. But all too often... All too often, I think, we as a society, 
We're really good at doing this. We have our Sunday, and this is how we act on Sunday because we're in church. And then the other six days of the week, we forget about being a light. We put, that, we put a bucket over us because we're busy about doing the things that we think we need to accomplish or the things that we want to do, and we forget about how we are called to not only be the salt of the earth, but to share the light of God with other people. And so it's more about me, me, me than it is about sharing at school or on the field of play or at work or at home, wherever it might be. We forget about how, what it means to share the gift of God because we find ourselves in these little moments. You know, one of my, if you ask my wife, she'll tell you that I'm not the most patient driver in the world. I think it's an occupational hazard. Were you a patient driver, Rick? No. Ron? No. So there's three pastors here, and none of us were patient drivers. And, and I think it's an occupational hazard, but it's still one of those things that we sometimes forget that we're still the light of the world. Even when that person cuts you off in traffic or, or does whatever. And the reality is we are called to shine. Not just on Sunday, but every day. And, you know, it's a beautiful piece of scripture connected to our baptismal liturgy. After the baptism and after, and after we have baptized a baby in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit or whoever, and we mark them with the oil and we say, you know, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Then we hold a candle. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Wow. That's not just a Sunday thing. That's every day. No matter how frustrated we get, no matter what takes place, we are to let our light shine forth so that everybody can come to know the gift and promise of God through Jesus Christ. Because God sent Jesus to die and raise him from the dead that we would have that gift of new life. And we indeed are that salt. We're, we're there to help people understand what it is as the Holy Spirit works in and through us. As people see the light of God shining forth from us, even in the darkest of corners, in the scariest of places, or the most frustrating of circumstances. And then we sort of stop real quick because Jesus reminds us that he did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. You guys have, you guys have heard not one iota? You've heard that phrase before? That iota or yoda, that's the smallest letter in the Greek alphabet. And when you look at this text in the Greek, that's the letter when it says not one letter, not one iota. Nothing is going to be taken, but guess what? Thanks be to God that we are not the ones that have to fulfill the law because God sent Jesus and that is who fulfilled the law for us. We have been, the law has been fulfilled and the gift and promise of God's grace has been given to us so that we, we would have that gift. 
that promise of grace, a costly grace, right? And now we, as children of God, are called to go. And I know it's not easy. It's not going to be the simplest. Sometimes we're not salty enough, and sometimes we might be just a little bit too salty. We all know some people like that, right? But the reality is what? We are called to go forth to share the love of God. Each of you has a light. It's the love and the promise of God in you. So let's go forth in God's name. Let's share the love of God through Christ Jesus. Let, let us be that salt that seasons and spices up the life so people hear the good news of God and let them see the, that light shining forth through us as the Spirit works in and through us. Because God has sent Jesus for us and for the world. So let's go. And let's be that light. Amen.